I mean, because we can't say health care is guaranteed throughout because as we've seen in South Dakota and across the country, it isn't. Coming to you from deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth. The show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. Somebody has to do it. This is the David Allen Show, davidallenshow.com. If you're interested, on the phone with us today, because again, we're still in the midst of Quarantineville. Uh, (laughs) Dave. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I I was anticipating some of this, so thank you. Appreciate it. Um, How are you? Have you survived another week? Um... I guess so. Mm. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to start off the show with a little. Okay. Um, a little intro, a, a little, uh, a little humor. Oh, maybe not humor. I'm about to break it down. <laughs> you with me? Here we go. All right. This is uh, AOC of the week. <clears throat> So we're going to have to move because I'm working on limited uh, resources here. But this is uh, the illustrious Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Some would say occasional cortex. I wouldn't say that. Someone else would. Uh, Let's just get right to it. Mass unemployment in the United States was a choice. What? Hold on. Sorry, just a minute. I, I don't want you to. I don't want you to lose that. I don't want to lose what she just said. Ready? Mass yep. unemployment in the United States was a choice. We had policy options in front of us, and we could have guaranteed payrolls in the United States of America to prevent any person from losing their job due to coronavirus. And what did elected officials do? What did Mitch McConnell do? What did Donald Trump do? They chose not to do that. So <laughs> these are not things that happen by accident. Unemployment is not happening by accident. If we face this precipice of mass evictions and foreclosures, that is not an accident. It is a plan. And we have to interrupt that plan. We have to interject in that plan. And that comes with ratcheting up political pressure. Ratchet. It comes with organizing. And the thing is, when it comes to these wrench strikes, to echo what each and every one of you um, have said, is that people aren't striking because they don't feel like paying rent. People are striking because they can't pay rent. They can't. It doesn't matter how many threatening text messages a landlord or a, a building sends to their tenants. It doesn't matter how much you threaten legal action. It doesn't matter how much you intimidate anybody. People can't pay. You cannot coerce someone into doing something that they can not do. There is no money in the bank. People need to feed their kids. We cannot There's no be money evicting. in the bank for that. We need to be making sure that we are passing policy that allows people to stay in their homes. That is what we have to do. Now, there were a couple of requests made uh, of me from our advocates, and I want you to let you all know 
that um, I will happily and gladly uh, comply with those requests. With a smile. Um, as what uh, um, Maria had asked um, of Woodside on the move for us to pressure and ask uh, Governor Cuomo uh, for a rent cancellation. Um, I can let you all know, you know, uh, privately, I have had personal conversations with the governor asking oh, him to do You this. are awesome. I have had them um, by phone. We've had them with our policy teams. And so if the next step is to now escalate and make these requests publicly, I am fine doing that because I because this up on Facebook is we not public. These... This ain't public right here. What? Well, she's she said she's willing to do it publicly. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <clears throat> I was not in the room when she recorded this. So <laughs> I, I think this was public. Who Who is she talking to? The here? camera. I don't know. But. Her claim is there was the option for the government to continue with payrolls. Wasn't that the unemployment insurance they guaranteed? Uh, yep. Technically? Yep. Yep. Now, and here, here's the other thing that this lady, who clearly has never run a business, I don't think understands. Paying employees, I'm sorry, Continuing to pay employees when you have no customers does nothing beneficial to the business. Am I right? Uh, yeah. All it ensures is that there won't be any business for these people to come back to. Correct. Because there's no benefit to the business owner to continue to be the conduit for government handouts. <clears throat> because uh, let's take a hardware store for example okay if a hardware store has five employees government will steps in and says we will keep them we're going to pay we're, we're going to guarantee their income their payroll we'll give you this loan even if it wasn't a loan even if it was like we're going to take over your payroll and we're going to pay it for you what does that benefit the business owner when customers don't come in the door? You got employees that are there just what? Twiddling their thumbs, wandering about on their phones, watching Facebook, watching AOC whine about this. What what's the value to the business to have to have people in the building if there's no customer? Because the the business owner doesn't get a benefit necessarily. Now, he may well, if he's an employee, on paper, he could get his salary covered at some. Yeah, level. I don't. I don't understand what the big what the issue is. Um, if they can't employ people, if the business is shut down or they won't allow a business to be open, you have unemployment insurance. Mm-hmm. That is what you pay for as the employer. Yeah, exactly. So, if the business is not allowed to be open. You apply for unemployment and probably get paid better than what you got paid while you were working. Well, that creates a bigger problem as well, doesn't it? Oh, sure. To show people, because then they don't want, they're, they're, I read a story uh, in Washington, Washington State. The uh -huh. uh, This business owner was so excited, she applied for the PPP, Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, she got it. So she was able to, to bring her employees back. 
Again, they didn't want And they, they were mad because there was a pay cut for them to come back to work. Well, the, but the question I have for some of that, though, is that if um, if they are not working, uh, are they getting any benefits? Like insurance, that sort of thing. So if they're not what, getting what, what insurance. What do you mean if they're not working? Like if they get furloughed? Yeah, if you're furloughed. You're not currently working. Mm-hmm. Now, some businesses might play the uh, pay the uh, employer portion, but I don't believe they have to. And if they are getting uh, insurance through their business, um, a lot of them would have to pay the employer portion along with their portion which would be significantly higher so even though you're getting paid more you're not seeing it like for instance in my job i'm currently furloughed Mm -hmm. and my employer is still paying their portion so for everything you know uh uh life insurance that I have through them, short-term, mm-hmm. long-term disability, dental, eye, and health, I have to pay like $370 a month. Okay. If if I had to pay the employer a portion, it'd be like $1,200 a month. So someone's so, picking up the, the, the gap. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they are picking up the gap. Okay. So that extra eight hundred dollars, mm-hmm. uh, if I wanted it, like uh, currently, I'm getting paid more money not working, mm-hmm. and it's a good deal for me right now because my employer is paying the employer's portion. If they did not, it would not be a good deal for me. I would be making less money. I would still be doing a, a better than the current um, unemployment, which is 50%. Um, But my point is, if somebody has their regular bills and their regular life, that they are, they have a job, they're making money, they're, they're trying to move forward. um, You're even, even with the uh, additional money that you're getting right now mm-hmm. from the the uh, the stimulus if your oh, employer is not if your employer is not paying their portion of the uh, of the benefits and mm-hmm. you need benefits you're you're um you're not making as much money and therefore you would want to go back to work it's not a good deal if your employer is not paying their portion. Ah, I see. Okay. So there is some, some benefit benefit for going um, back to work. Back to work. Okay. But we don't, we don't care about that. It's about how much money you can give me. And if you can give me the money without me going back to work, I'm going to prefer that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, this is the problem. This is absolutely the problem. Because government has stepped in and they created this this problem. They created this panic 
Uh, and then now they're trying to fix it. And the only fix, the only fix in, under their current um, mindset is throw money at people. That's it. Now, yeah. that, that's the wrong answer, yeah. but that's the only thing they can do that will make this actually work. Because I don't understand how any <clears throat> sane person, which, again, eliminates most of the politicians, I don't understand how they can claim... Um, Loans are going to be the answer. Oh, um, I know. B- b- I know. B- businesses can't work. Eh, we'll give you a loan to fix it. It's fine. Um, I don't understand how they can do that and then expect the economy to go, yeah, bam, that's Not right. Bad. Perfect. Yeah. Just like that, we're back. Yeah. Uh, Olympia, yeah. Olympia, Washington, I just saw just now. Headline. Uh, two hours ago. <laughs> Based on the data and science, which is words Christy Nolan uses all the time. Science! Um, <laughs> Washington's current, this is Washington State, uh, current stay-at-home order will remain in effect past May 4th. Governor Jay Inslee announced during a Wednesday press conference. That's today, Wednesday, April 29. Of course he did. He's uh, Democrat, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the uh, he's the all-in global warmer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um... Inslee said the state would give a detailed explanation of a phased-in approach to reopening the economy on Friday. Don't worry, we'll tell you what we're going to do on Friday. Which, Friday is before the 4th. It's the 1st. And so, I'm intrigued why he didn't uh, just wait till Friday to talk, to extend the order, whatever. I don't know. Um, uh, is there some kind of uh, uh, report coming out or economic, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> okay. He says, uh, we know that those, let's see, April 29th today marks 100 days since Washington's first case of COVID-19 was confirmed. Uh, quote, we know that those first 100 days have been extremely challenging and life-changing for all of us. You know what? I bet his life is no different except the threats and the yelling and the extra power he's just acquired. Yeah. That's what's changed for him. He's still getting his food. He's still wor- not worrying about rent. He's not worrying about debt. There's no mortgages he's got to worry about. He's got plenty of money. He's fine. The governor also indicated that non-urgent or elective surgeries would soon be allowed to resume. I still am appalled that the governments have done this. This whole (laughs) banning. And Christy Nome did it, our South Dakota governor, banning elective surgeries. Ban them. That's not... Anyway. uh, Inslee, in April, early April, extended orders to keep non-essential businesses closed... Uh, and most of the state's more than 7 million residents home through May 4th, saying social distancing measures needed to continue to minimize the spread of the coronavirus. Ensley since has then has announced the easing of some restrictions. Last week, Ensley announced a plan that allows existing construction projects to resume. As long as strict, keep in mind, strict coronavirus social distancing protocols are in place, don't you get close to anyone. 
Before work on the projects could resume, all contractors must develop and post a plan at each site that addresses use of personal protective equipment, like masks and gloves. That's going to work out great. On-site social distancing and sanitation. So are they going to have to provide, what, hand-washing stations now at every job site? You know, probably. I mean, right? Ooh, check this out. Fish, yeah, probably. Fishing, hunting, and golfing can resume on May 5th in Washington. That's a Tuesday, I think. At which time people can also return to state parks and other state lands for day trips. Don't go out overnight, people. Slave. However, Inslee said that if the state sees a if the state sees an uptick in infections of the coronavirus, or if people don't continue to take safety measures while recreating, the activities could once again be restricted. Public gatherings and events, team sports and camping were all still prohibited under the current stay-at-home order that has been in place since March 23rd. Hmm. uh, Washington Governor Jay Inslee and State School Superintendent Chris uh, Reichdahl announced April 6th that due to the coronavirus outbreak, schools would remain physically closed for the remainder of the school year and that the state's more than 1.2 million public and private K-12 students will continue distance learning until the end of June. Schools have been shut statewide since March 17 and were originally scheduled to reopen April 27. Now that closure is extended until midnight on June 19 because you you know that midnight, that's the moment. It's over. Bam, just like that. Yeah. June yeah. 19, midnight. Done. What what time? <laughs> right right there. That this from Q13 Fox all local. Fox television station. <clears throat> um, I, yes, go ahead. Your governor. Sorry, I my, carry on. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, okay. I have to go find it now. Your governor, uh, Governor Tim Walls, the sergeant. Is he a sergeant? Was he a sergeant? Well... I guess, I guess, uh, he retired a first sergeant. Uh, I was, uh, reading up on it more. He was, uh, he deployed and they made him a command sergeant major, but he, uh, it was not a battlefield commission, but like a uh, temporary, he was given uh, the position without the rank or something to that effect, I guess. So I guess, I guess he was uh, actually retired as a first sergeant. I I, I just want to let you all know that, um, I mean, uh, we just got the final count. This from governor Tim Walls. We just got the final count. Um, and Minnesotans have donated 137,430 plus masks. <laughs> a special shout out to Altura, Minnesota, which donated nearly as many masks as it has residents. This from Governor Tim Walls' Facebook page, the official Facebook page of Governor Tim Walls. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I 
uh, really and wanted. I don't, what? Go ahead. I don't know why. I don't know why people. Uh, um, I, they should. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. Keep going. Keep well, going. Uh, I'm not going to. Twenty-three hours ago. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Twenty-three hours ago. Um, your your governor, Governor Tim Walz. Um, he made a proclamation on hashtag Worker Memorial Day. <sighs> we remember those who've been injured or lost their lives on the job, and and we appreciate the sacrifices of healthcare workers and first responders risking their lives to save others in the fight. The fight. Keep in mind, the fight against huh. COVID nineteen. Let's get enemy. Minnesotans home safe. Hashtag ho- stay home men. <clears throat> All right. Whereas Minnesota workers deserve to work in a safe and healthy environment. And whereas the Minnesota Department of Labor and Industry and Minnesota Department of Transportation work diligently to prepare and it's a bummer I can't read this. He okay. So I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go find a different version of this because the uh, the art community, the tech community in the state of Minnesota must be up in arms because the image he posted of this is extremely low quality. So maybe it's a joke. Let's go see. <laughs> but it's from the I mean, maybe he got hacked. Maybe. Uh, Minnesota. Uh, what, what did I say? Worker Memorial Day, I believe, is what it is. What? Uh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. This from CBS Minnesota. WCCO. Uh, this W CBS for WCCO. Yeah. Um, riveting radio here because their coverage is miserable of this. <laughs> uh, I'm confused. Uh, oh, I, I, listeners, I apologize for this. If I, yeah, this is not good. Let's go backward here because that was Hey, we can cut this out. We Nobody can, asked to hear this. But we won't. <laughs> but we won't. Um... <laughs> There, maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. Give me the image. No, it's not. For the love. It was a, a declaration. Yes, like an actual signed proclamation. Um. And it was it from today. Yesterday. Okay. Twenty. What's eight? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Uh, it's probably the governor's website. Where's the governor's website? It's just so small to read. Um, but he now, therefore him, I, Tim Walls, governor of Minnesota, do hereby proclaim that Tuesday, April 28th, 2020 is Worker Memorial Day. Woo! Yes. Worker Memorial Day, everybody. Worker Memorial Day. (laughs) But if let me see, can I zoom in here? Hold on. Uh, 
See if I can get it. 35 MinDot employees and 15 contractors for MinDot have lost their lives on the job since 1960. In the U.S., there is an average of 687 fatal crashes in a work zone. Hey, I got the declaration. Oh, let's here. Have, break it out. <clears throat> Whereas mm, Minnesota workers deserve to work in a safe and healthy environment. Mm. And whereas the Minnesota Department of Labor and Industry and Minnesota Department of Transportation work diligently to preserve and maintain the quality and safety of the state's workplaces and transportation systems. Come on, preach it! Mm. And whereas mm. from 2014 to 2018, more than 400 people working in Minnesota lost their lives on the job including three police officers, four firefighters, two state correctional officers, and 18 healthcare workers. And whereas 35 Minnesota DOT employees and 15 contractors from Minnesota DOT have lost their lives on the job since 1960. And whereas in the U.S. there are an average of 687 fatal crashes in the work zone, which claim the lives of more than 750 people each year. An average of 135 of those deaths involve workers in the work zone. And whereas from 2014 to 2018 in Minnesota, an average of nine people died annually in work zone crashes. And more than 2,200 fatal or serious injury crashes occurred each year. And whereas... Since Come 1989, on. Come on. April 28th has been recognized locally and nationally as Worker Memorial Day by the American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employees, AFL-CME, Building Trades Unions, and the AFL-CIO in remembrance of workers who are injured or killed on the job. And whereas... Continuing efforts are needed to improve traffic safety mm. in highway mm. work zones mm. and at all work sites and to promote public awareness about promote. work zones and work site hazards. Work zone safety Come is on. everyone's responsibility. And whereas healthcare workers and first responders are risking them themselves while saving countless lives every day in the fight against COVID-19. Come on. And whereas... Workers continue to put themselves at risk to deliver the essential goods and services Minnesota's Minnesotans depend mm. on. Mm. Whereas Come on. workers have the freedom Preach. to report unsafe working conditions without fear of retaliation. Now, therefore, I, Tim Walsh, governor of Minnesota, do hereby proclaim Tuesday, April 28th, 2020, as Worker Memorial Day. Yeah, come on. Woo! Yeah. In the state of Minnesota, in witness whereof, I have hereunto set my hand and caused the great seal of the state of Minnesota to be affixed at the state capitol this 27th day of April. Come on. Timothy J. Walls, governor. Hmm. That's a lot of warehouse. Took me away today. I pray I did everything I could to honor you. 
And when I open my eyes, there's joy each day. What a blessing. I'm waking up next to you. Your kisses are a sweet surprise. Still can't believe you're in my life. The impossible is possible because of you. Come on, give it. We'll even stay home, Timmy. I'll do anything We'll be not essential for you, Timmy. Yeah, we'll be not essential. Stay home. Because whereas... Whereas... From the past, everybody. <laughs> Anything from you, Ladissa. Who? <laughs> yes, Ladissa. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Come on. Come on. Woo! Good work on that. Nice. So uh, you've got a, a, a dictator. I think you got a dictator in your arms in your uh, your country. State. State. Thank state. you. You bet. Anytime. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the South Dakota governor yesterday. Here we go. We're going to go find it. <clears throat> We're going to go find her. Uh, are, are you ready? So she's uh, she, Christine, Governor Christine Ohm, who I am trying desperately to get uh, her on another podcast I do um, because I think that um, I have some questions I'd love her to answer. And it'd be fun to have a real conversation. <clears throat> so she has put out yesterday. It's called 605 Strong, The Road to Recovery. South Dakota's back to normal plan. Ooh. Thanks to a strong commitment and respect for the principle of personal responsibility, South Dakotans oh, yeah. have dramatically changed the trajectory of our initial COVID-19 projections. Or, when she means projections, or says it, I think she means big fat shot in the dark. Uh, with our hospitalization capacity currently at a manageable level, South Dakotans are asked to consider the following steps as we look to get back to normal. Okay. You ready? What? Yep, I'm ready. This to the individual. Continue to practice good hygiene. Take a shower. Wash yourself. <laughs> oh, no, I added those. Continue to stay home when sick. Continue to practice physical distancing as appropriate. To the vulnerable individuals, they are at high risk for this virus. Accordingly, they should take extra care to practice good hygiene. Avoid those who are sick or those who have been exposed to people who are sick. Consider staying home whenever possible. So so is she saying not to expose ourselves to other people? <laughs> because I thought that was a law. <laughs> that is really good. That's a great observation. Thank yes. You. Thank you. <clears throat> so that was the directive to the individual. So... Take a shower, stay home when you're sick, and don't, don't be and don't don't expose yourself to other people, and and don't get close. 
Okay. Um, to the employer, here's the directive. Or sorry, here's the guidance. Encourage good hygiene and sanitation practices, especially yeah. in high traffic areas. Encourage yeah. employees to stay home when sick. If previously operating via telework, begin transitioning employees back to the workplace. Where appropriate, screen employees for symptoms prior to entering the workplace. To the enclosed retail business, those that promote public gatherings, resume operations in a manner that allows for reasonable physical distancing, good hygiene, and appropriate sanitation. Consider restricting occupancy and continue innovating in this uncertain environment. Uh, to the schools, continue remote learning. Continue a limited return to... No, sorry. Consider a limited return to in-person instruction so that you might, quote, check in before school year ends. Encourage good hygiene and sanitation practices, especially in high traffic areas. To the healthcare providers, Cons hospitals treating COVID-19 patients should remain, no, should reserve 30% of their hospital beds and maintain appropriate stores of PPE to meet surge demand. Other hospitals and surgery centers must have updated transfer protocols and adequate stores of independently sourced PPE. Non-hospital healthcare can resume with adequate stores of independently sourced PPE. Continue to restrict visits to senior care facilities and hospitals. To local governments... Consider current and future actions <laughs> in light of these guidelines. <laughs> ah. What are you doing? Uh, What's that ruckus? I'm plotting my revenge. Because it sounds like you're dis you're disrespecting the uh, back to work plan. <laughs> oh, sorry, back to back to normal. <laughs> I'm just uh, making sure I, I'm keeping up my good hygiene. So then he here's some frequently asked questions or the FAQ section. Appendix number two. I thought you just had one appendix, but I'm right. I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these people are the people using science facts and data. All right. Question. When can churches and other places of worship resume religious services? Answer. Churches were never required to close. As they resume services, they are encouraged to consider the guidelines for public gatherings and to consider steps to maintain reasonable physical distancing. Does this mean schools could resume in-person classes before the end of the school year? Each school district should make its own decisions about the remainder of the school year. School districts are encouraged to take steps to contact all students and assess student learning. 
Now, interestingly, I heard from one of our local administrators yesterday, and they did not know any of this because they've been instructed up to this point that school is out in, you know, school is not meeting in person the rest of the year. This now changes that to if the district wants to, they can at some level. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he told me, he said, oh, brother, he said some schools are planning to be done Friday. They're just going to call it after this Friday. <laughs> I said, are you serious? Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> they've got like three weeks left. And so mm-hmm. why? I mean, what's the point at this point? Mm-hmm. When can daycare centers reopen? Daycare centers were never explicitly required to close. They can reopen at any time and are encouraged to emphasize appropriate sanitation. Not good hygiene, but appropriate sanitation. Do I have to keep wearing a mask when I'm in public? Masks have never been required, but South Dakotans are encouraged to continue con- to continue to consider. CDC guidance and use. Now, starting on Monday, you can't walk in a Costco nationwide without a mask on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does this mean I no longer have to stay at home? South Dakota never issued a stay at home or shelter in place order. South Dakotans are encouraged to use common sense and good pra- and practice good hygiene. And reasonable physical distancing. Are businesses, including outdoor venues and events, allowed to reopen? No business was ever required to close. Business are encouraged to consider these guidelines as they resume normal operations and also must adhere to any local restrictions. Oh. Which the local restrictions did require some of them to close. So. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right. It's travel. Well, Go ahead. Uh, locally, say, say they're, you know, hypothetically, mm. there's a town that required a bunch of the city council required a bunch of the businesses to close. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, not saying that it's happened, but if it did happen, when would said businesses be allowed to open up again? I presume when the said city council decided. And what kind of trigger points are, are, uh, or what, uh, what is the criteria that needs to be um, met, met in order to open up? Mm. That is a good question. Is travel allowed to and from South Dakota or within South Dakota? South Dakota never (laughs) prohibited travel to or from other states or within the state. South Dakotans and visitors from out of state are encouraged to use common sense. Can doctors resume clinic visits? Can dentists, optometrists, chiropractors, and other healthcare providers resume operations? None, <clears throat> non-hospital health care, 
including clinic visits, can resume so long as providers secure adequate supplies of personal protective equipment without relying on the state supply. So those apparently were the act the frequently asked questions. No other questions were asked. The one you just asked about the trigger point, eh, that ain't frequently asked, so we don't care. Sure. So Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so here's the criteria to initiate the plan. The symptoms, the downward trajectory of influenza-like illnesses reported within the last 14-day period. Plan in place so all persons with COVID-19 symptoms can receive a test upon recommendation from their provider. So I'm intrigued with this idea. We've now changed the messaging. And maybe it's not actually changed. Maybe it's just more prevalent now. To influenza-like illnesses. It's ILI. Yeah. So now ILI is COVID? Uh, That's what it sounds like, right? Yeah, kind of. Huh. Why so that's they this call state. It ILI. Oh, I know why. I know why. Why? <laughs> um, Do tell. They're they're basically saying a uh, a uh, confirmed. Did you just go down required. a hole? What? It sounded like you just went down a hole or something. Are you back? I don't know. Oh, good. I? Okay, checking. <laughs> um. <clears throat> The, uh, a confirmed uh, a Kill? test, a positive test mm. result is not required in order for COVID funding. Well, I mean, <laughs> because I mean, what they're saying in uh, influ- influenza like illness, what they're basically what they're saying is that you if the symptoms are such that it could be influenza, it could be COVID-19, it could be something else. It doesn't matter. You don't, uh, uh, a required, uh, uh, a confirmed test result for COVID-19 is not required. Mm. So that's why I would bet they said uh, an influenza-like illness. Hello. Push the button. Hello? Nope, sorry, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> Paul? Hello! Hi, Paul? Hello, Vietnam. No, that's good morning, Vietnam. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, our friend. Our friend from the New York. Oh, governor, yeah. the governor. Who has, re- who has successfully recovered. Nope, nope, from- nope, nope. That's his brother, his kid brother, Fredo. <laughs> oh, Andrew. Yeah. Andrew. Okay. Andrew is the I, governor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo unveiled a collage of donated masks at his daily news briefing on Wednesday that he said represents the, quote, generous and kind spirit of Americans during the coronavirus pandemic. The masks were sent in the mail to Cuomo by people all over the United States. 
the state is distributing hundreds of thousands of other masks. Uh, he said, quote, that's a self-portrait of America. And you know what it spells? It spells love. But it looks terrible. It, it's hor- <laughs> It's like all these homemade masks. They're all like pinned up together, it appears. So here's the question I have. So okay. he, is he just middle, like flipping off the people that made them and sent them to him? Yeah, we're not going to use them. We're going to hook them on a wall behind me as a prop. Uh, uh probably. <laughs> One Twitter user said, they go on your face, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. If I feel like this is well-intentioned, but I would uh, I would be kind of pissed if I sent a mask to try to be useful and it ended up here rather than on the face of an essential worker. Someone else <laughs> commented. <clears throat> you know, uh, with... Um, typically with... Uh, the Democrats and progressive liberals and whatnot, the end result is not the main thing. It is how you feel. Um, Uh, What do you mean the end results? Break that down. The end result. So like, so like for him Mm -hmm. getting, getting mass to people is secondary to that feeling people get for sending in the mass. Ah, yes. Moral self-license. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is why we change our Twitter icon. This is why we put a picture of, we put, I can't stay home because I am an angelic yeah. essential worker. Yes. Because it just makes us all feel good. Yeah. <laughs> it does nothing. <clears throat> whoa, whoa, whoa. So I'm dinking right now as we speak, I'm farting about the uh, interweb site covid.sd.gov which is South Dakota's uh, COVID response page so on there if you go to that website you'll scroll down and you will see something that says what to do if you develop symptoms and they have a symptom checker button well where should that lead take a wild guess where that leads oh to the who (laughs) (laughs) no nope not the band, no. <laughs> Pete Townsend, everybody. Um, no. Where does it lead? Uh, CDC. <clears throat> I clicked on it. It goes to apple.com forward slash COVID-19. What? This tool is a COVID-19 screening tool from Apple and the CDC. Weird. It says... Uh, COVID-19 screening tool. Are, are you ready to get screened? Because I, I think as a public service I to am. our listeners, we need to get screened. Ready? All right. Yeah. This tool can help you understand what to do next. All right. So let's all look out for each other by knowing our status, trying not to infect others and reserving care for those in need. All and right. Don't expose yourself <clears throat> to other people. <laughs> so uh, here's the deal. You'll answer a few questions about symptoms. Travel and contact you've had with others. Your stop. There's a hand up. Your answers will not be shared with Apple or the CDC without your permission. 
by using this tool, you agree to its terms and the Apple and Apple and that Apple will not be liable for any harm relating to your use. Huh. Uh, I'm going to, let's see, are we using it for myself or for someone else? Uh, let's uh, use it for someone else because it's not yeah. for me. Cause I I'm clear. Yeah. quote unquote friend. Yeah. <laughs> Step one. Is this an emergency? Stop and call 911 if they are experienced. They, they are experienced. So, they, okay. So I'm going to call 911 if, if they, you, you're going to be the they, all right? If I'm you, going to be they, yeah, you're going to be the they. You're oh, okay. the they. I'm going to be they. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, so I'm gonna. So, are, are you experiencing severe or constant chest pain or pressure? No constipation, though. Extreme difficulty breathing. Uh, no. Severe. Yes. Con- severe and constant lightheadedness. <laughs> Always, I'm blonde. <laughs> Serious disorientation or unresponsiveness. <laughs> hey, hey, wake Always. up! Always, <laughs> I'm I'm blonde. All right, so I can't. The, the next option is grayed out until I select one of these two options. Uh, they're experiencing at least one of these symptoms, or they do not have any of these symptoms. I'm going to say they do. I, I, do you have any of these? Because constipation doesn't count. Okay. Uh, Although disorientation. Anyway, next. All right. How old are they? Under 18? Between 18 and 64, or 65 and older? 65 and older. <laughs> All right, let's go there. Yep. Uh, are they experiencing any of these symptoms? Select all that apply. Fever, chills, or sweating? No. Difficulty oh. breathing, but not severe. Uh. A new or worsening cough? Oh, yes, that was true because up earlier on in the show. A sore throat? Yes. Yep. You bet. <laughs> Aching throughout the body? Always. Vomiting or diarrhea? No, not no. The opposite of that. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we have a couple. All right. Do any of these apply? Uh, moderate to severe asthma or chronic lung disease. Uh. Cancer treatment or medicines causing immune suppression. Uh. Inherited immune system deficiencies or HIV. <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> That's funny that they <laughs> really. So you're gonna you're gonna put HIV in the same question as an inherited immune system deficiency. What? Or maybe maybe what it's getting at anything that will um, you know diminish your immune system. Well, clearly, but it's just funny. Those are the two. One of them you can't help. <laughs> they, never mind. A serious heart condition, such as heart failure or a prior heart attack. Uh, I'm going to say yes on that one. Diabetes with complications. What? With who? Diabetes with complications. Oh. No. Kidney failure that needs dialysis. Nope. Cirrhosis of the liver. Put down the alcohol. Diseases or conditions that make it harder to cough. Extreme obesity. <laughs> Pregnancy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. So let's see. In the last 14 days, have you traveled internationally? Uh, see, now, would that include like Canada? I think it includes Minnesota. <laughs> it, it must. Yeah. It would have to, wouldn't it? 
It doesn't sure, break down a reason, but it would have to. You've been to Canada? No. Oh. Okay. I was just <laughs> no, no, no. They, they have, though. They have, though, right? So I'm going to say yeah. yes, because of what I think is going to happen is that's going to trigger a, ah, stay home for 14 days. I think that's what will happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, oh, hmm? put down no for, uh, I'd like to put down no for everything and see what it has. Because it's probably three things. One, um, just don't be stupid. You know, two, Ooh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, and gotcha. three, go to the ER or see the doctor. You know, it's basically three things mm. that any anybody with you know who who's been keeping track of anything regarding the COVID nineteen um, should know. You know. Mm. So what did it say? I'm working on it. All right. So <clears throat> contact their healthcare provider. Their answers okay. suggest they should talk to a medical professional about getting tested for COVID-19. Their okay. next steps, isolate from others. They should try to stay away from others for at least seven days from when their symptoms first appeared. Their isolation can end if their symptoms improve significantly and if they have had no fever for at least 72 hours without the use of medicine. Number two, they should rest and take care. Eat well, drink fluids, and get plenty of rest. Three, talk to someone about testing. I thought that was the first one. Monitor symptoms. Watch for COVID-19 symptoms such as cough, fever, and difficulty breathing. Those are the only symptoms, I guess. If their symptoms get worse, contact their doctor's office. Okay. All right. At the beginning of this thing, there was an option here. You know, when I was a kid, they used <laughs> to have this thing that they you would you would. Uh, I didn't know how to do it, but other people would do it. They'd fold up uh, um, paper into these this little contraption and it would have different little answers and you would ask <laughs> you would ask a question mm -hmm. and if it was like you would move it one way and then do, do you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. um well okay or um uh one of those uh <clears throat> uh eight balls oh uh, yeah 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 you know magic eight balls mm -hmm. i mean it seems like um, this is, you know, it, it sounds like they'll basically give you two or three different answers mm -hmm. and that's it. Ah, uh, you know, yep. I mean, you know, if you're smart enough to read and use a computer, I think <laughs> a lot of those uh, answers would be kind of self-evident, won't they? Now, that implies common sense. Well, I guess you're right. So I went through a, a, under a different one and just said, nope, nope. I did choose <laughs> extreme obesity and nope, nope. The options are you should practice social distancing. Fatty. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, help stop the spread when outside the home. Stay at least six feet away from other people. Avoid groups. 
and also and only use public transit if necessary. Hmm. Weird. But so that is uh, where South Dakota's government is sending people to check for symptoms. Is it because they got a free iPad something <laughs> or or uh, maybe I, Apple is? I bet Apple's giving them all the data of the devices that are in the state. Something like that. I bet. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um. Oh, there was, let's see, where is it at? There is another, get the app. The Care 19 app. No, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. This this is the other thing, and then we'll move on to some other issues. But uh, one thing that our governor has been saying here is that uh, the, <clears throat> the one way you can help us is download the Care 19 app. Because the Care 19 app is going to help us track you. I mean, it's going to help us learn where you've been in the event <laughs> that you um, uh, come down with this COVID. So here's wow. some frequently asked questions uh, regarding the Care 19 app. This is on the official covid.sd.gov forward slash care 19 app.aspx page. Uh, it is available on the Google Play Store as well as the Apple Store. Uh, all right. What is the Care 19 app? It sounds like a TV station. Yeah. Uh, Care 19 is a location tracking app for your mobile device that will help the South Dakota Department of Health understand, ooh, 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 and predict infection rates in South Dakota. It will be used to plan better for testing and prepare healthcare services needed to fight the virus. This provides South Dakotans an opportunity to do their part to help slow the spread of COVID-19. This app will serve as a tool to speed up the disease investigation process. The app will help users log and categorize locations they had visited for at least 10 minutes, assist in contact tracing, and is a tool to stay informed on potential exposure. How do you think it works for the contact tracing? Because isn't that to figure out who you were in touch with? Um, it will, yeah. So do you think it like pings off the neighbor's phone when you get close? Oh, beep, 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 beep. You were by this person for 10 minutes. Yeah, it'll do that. <laughs> and it should be able to to capture your your cell phone number, right? Oh, you mean from the other phone? Yeah, it should. I mean, that the technology is there. Heck, if you talk and yell at you as soon as you cross their border into your phone, that's a well. No, I mean for con contact tracing. Uh, if is it something where if you come into contact for more than ten minutes of somebody who has COVID nineteen, are you going to get a text? But that's well, well, but then but that person would have to have the app on them, knowing, hey, dummy. I'm positive, right? And yeah. then it sends out like a beacon. Yeah. It says, get away, get away, get away. Woo, woo, woo. Get away, get away, get away. Huh. I, You know, I don't know if it would. Be... <clears throat> well, if you download this app, does it, does, does that app automatically get access to 
two weeks worth of your location oh, data. Brother, I, see, I'm not. I'm not about to download the thing and try it. Next question. So, oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, and I mean, it, it, it wouldn't, I mean, really, it wouldn't be hard. If you have a cell phone number, you download the app, mm -hmm. um, and it, you know, if you test positive for COVID-19, you know the Department of Health, the State Department of Health is going to have all of your information along with your cell phone number, you know, it should be strictly anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Why should I download the care 19 app? The answer downloading the app will assist the South Dakota department of health to better prepare for necessary testing and healthcare services required to fight COVID-19 though. It's small. This is an additional tool. We all have at our disposal. That's what they all say. If you've got nothing to hide, why don't you just give up all your information? Yeah, exactly. If you have yeah. nothing to hide, let us search your car. Yeah. If you have yeah, nothing exactly. to hide, give me your ID. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Why are you introducing the Care 19 application now? Answer. Uh, one of the most effective tools we have in our battle against COVID-19 is the ability to isolate people who have contracted the virus and identify others they came into contact with so they can isolate as well. The more effective the Department of Health can be at identifying people who have been exposed to the virus, the better we will be able to flatten the curve and reduce the spread of COVID-19. This app... Well, see, I, I don't... I, I mean, if if they can, um, you know, in some of the states, arrest people for mm -hmm. going to the park, mm -hmm. why couldn't they find the pretext to um, get all the information from all the cell phone providers in terms of locations and everything else? I mean, you would think you would think that it would be it would be they would be fine with doing that. The states would be fine with doing that. You would think, yeah. So let's see if you can hear this. Now, <clears throat> and tell me if this is the same thing or if these are now conflicted, con conflicting positions to take. So on, on this page, it says, the better we will be able to flatten the curve and to reduce the spread. Reduce the spread. That To me, that means fewer people are going to be infected. Is that right? Is that what reduce the spread means? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see if you can hear this. And we cut it by more than 75%. And today, our hospital capacity greatly exceeds our needs that we will have. We have to remember that our objective from day one was not to stop the spread of COVID-19. The science tells us that it's just not possible. What we set out to do was to slow the spread and to flatten the curve. Slow. And so many people in our healthcare systems worked with us to make sure that the hospitals and the clinics that take care of people in South Dakota were not going to be overwhelmed. So, she just said, I think, conflicting statements. Because this reads the better we will be able to flatten the curve and reduce the spread. She claimed yeah. we can't, we're, we're not going to 
reduce it, basically. We're going to just slow it down. Yeah. Which still means the same amount of people are going to be infected. It's just they're not yeah. all going to be infected at once. I think these yeah. are two different things. Am I am, am I incorrect in that thought? Oh, n- not necessarily. Not necessarily. But, I mean, I think that it's always at least... <clears throat> It, it's never been about eliminating people from getting sick, but slowing down the number of people that get sick so that everybody doesn't get sick at the same time. Right. That, I don't believe that's been articulated very well by the politicians. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I want you to play this. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll text it to you when I find it. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm sure you've seen it. Um, let's see if I can find this. Keep keep talking. I'll. Well, that yeah. that uh, bad audio clip I played was me just recording the speaker of uh, yesterday's uh, press conference from the the governor. That was Governor Christy Noem, by the way. Okay. I just sent it to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you I did it on that. Okay, let me go see here. I think you've seen this before. Per performer uh, stage. Um, but this this lady, um, she's pretending to be a uh, like a state official mm-hmm. or a uh, uh, public health official, mm-hmm. and uh what she says is basically articulates the complaint that I have. So she's, oh, is this she's Adler? funny. Adley. What's that? Is this Adley? Yeah. I yeah, know who this lady so. is. She's yes. But it was the, the one where she, um, oh, what was it? She was talking about like, like it's the press conferences, it's everything we need to know. Like how we need uh, to respond. I, I send it to you on Facebook. I know, I, I know. I, I just can't get it through Messenger on this device, so I'll have to look. Okay. Um, can I can I text it? Uh, no, because it's a Facebook link. And Facebook doesn't like me. There we oh. go. All right, hold on. I got to... I, I think I can get it. I just have to go find... Well, it's a lovely, special thing. I See, I don't believe in the Messenger app. And mm-hmm. so, if anything is sent on Messenger, and I happen to be on a um, uh, a device, a mobile device, I can't get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I can't get it. But I do know. And let me come on. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? But I mean, I I thought of this when you were talking about. How, you know, one person said stop the spread, another mm-hmm. person says slow the spread. Mm-hmm. Because depending upon what you want to do will uh, change how you ad- address it. Uh, if you want to stop the spread, then you close everything down. Yeah, and don't let people go outside at all. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, if you want to slow the spread, then you... You know, you push the social distancing, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The problem is, and <clears throat> this irritates me, um, they have 
these uh, groups of people that are protesting mm-hmm. about the draconian measures that different states have been taking. Mm-hmm. And, and yet they will get in large crowds close to one another without wearing masks. I don't understand why everybody isn't following this. And uh, that's kind of irritating to me because I've, you've seen a bunch of people who have complained about uh, COVID-19 and then they get it mm-hmm. and then they say, oh, this isn't something to, to mess with. Right. So um, it seems to me that if you want to persuade people you should say, "Hey, we need to we need to uh, do um, social distancing." And even if I'm even if I'm not scared that anything bad will happen to me, there are people out there that uh, maybe are immunocompromised that I can't see because uh, a lot of times it's hard to see if somebody has diabetes because they don't, you know, uh, they don't have a tattooed on their forehead. It well, might they be should. Hard to tell if somebody has cancer or uh, lupus or HIV or whatever. So rather than only thinking about yourself, why not? Why not, rather than doing the whole uh, uh, it's got to be one way or another, why can't you do the or? Why can't you say, hey, yeah, uh, I disagree with how strongly we are shutting everything down. So we want to open it up, but we want to be smart about it. Rather than acting like a complete moron and saying um, that COVID-19, because basically you're saying that COVID-19 doesn't exist, that there's no big deal about it, that everybody who dies of it um, didn't die of it. They're just using that as a pretext to control us. Now, there might be a, um, a definite... Uh, truth to that, that they are using that as an excuse, as a pretext to try to trample on our liberties. But that doesn't mean that uh, this uh, virus doesn't exist. And it doesn't mean that people aren't dying. If you're healthy, you're probably going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, at, it's it's so irritating because when you have these people that go out there, don't do any social distancing, uh, get together in a group and say, open up the state. What you are doing is any uh, any person who's out there and doesn't have an axe to grind one way or another is not going to be persuaded by them. On the contrary, what they're saying is um is going to be disregarded because it's 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 easy to, to see that um 
uh, that these people aren't listening to anything that's going on. It's the same thing with uh, like open carry people. Mm-hmm. Um, this really irritates me. I believe that everybody should have a right to. Uh, to they should home. or they do? Come on. I I believe everybody does have the right to do that. That it is a it is a self evident truth. But if you're going to protest it. All you're doing is is your your um, solidifying the views of people. If you're going to go out and uh, walk on uh, the state capitol with uh, ARs loaded ARs mm-hmm. and uh, weapons on your hand on your hips, you're not making a case. You're thumbing your nose in, and you're you're not going to change anybody's uh opinion about it and if if you're to me if you're going to protest the whole point of the protest is to try to try to bring a reasoned um argument on why the other side is not correct but if you come out there and you're just swinging at at anything that moves trying to to poke people in the eye with your thumb all you're going to do is people are going to be even more entrenched in what they believe rather than that's why I like, you know, Steven Crowder, he does this. uh, I am pro-life change my mind and people come. Well, that is, that is how you change. If, if, if you don't do that, you're doing exactly what the liberals are doing. You're doing the exact same thing. Um, If you don't, believe everything down the line you're a monster and you should be killed or you should be imprisoned or or um nobody should be your friend and you don't persuade people that way so when i see some of these protests it really irritates me because you're not persuading anybody you're not going to persuade anybody but so what is the point well but is the point possibly to let the powers that be uh, know that they, uh, to put them on notice at some level? Okay. So, like, I believe that COVID is real. That it's a real virus. That and we probably affects- evolved from monkeys as well, correct? No, I think it came <laughs> out, of a, out of a laboratory. But... The monkeys? I... <laughs> Sorry. I go ahead. I personally, I I I personal personally believe that social distancing is not is not an irresponsible or a draconian thing to request of people. Uh, but also, um, you said request. What about require? Yeah. Um, it depends upon what you know. Okay. Carry on. At the at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, it would be okay. I think. I think again. Require in the same way that um, that Trump recommended what people should do. The recommendation 
of okay. what people should do. So, uh, but okay, uh, just to, to keep going on that vein for a second. Uh, what about the governors who then took it to a different level and required it at, at, at the, the uh, force of law? Yeah, I, I would not. The, the only issue with it, though, is is you have you have so many people like you had uh, you had a guy in the NBA who um, who had COVID-19 mm-hmm. and he went around and touched everybody's locker and he touched the microphones and everything to try to infect it because he thought it was funny mm-hmm. and a bunch of people got COVID-19. Right. Okay, so if somebody does that is that okay? Well, but but that seems a little bit isolated. But no, I no, don't think no. that's okay. Okay, good. Good. But, so, but, but again, that but see, I almost think that'd be similar um to running around and putting uh little pop, potential dops of poison on people's things. <laughs> Maybe they'll get it. it, well, it, it to me thought, it seems he similar. Thought, he thought it was being funny. Well, yeah, he's yeah. a door, he's an he's an idiot. Yeah, exactly. He's a so, basketball player. What do you expect? So this uh, this is this is what I okay. I think that if if um it's a, it's the same way with um seatbelts mm. <clears throat> in cars. If uh I don't think that people should be required to have to put seatbelts on in cars, but I also don't believe that an insurance company would have to pay for, um, uh, you know, the hospitalization if they get into an accident and they get severely injured because they didn't have a seatbelt on. Because there should be consequences to actions if you're going to do something. So in my opinion, when it comes to uh, social distancing, um, if people aren't going to social distance, then I think that there should have been a very strong recommendation about it and a, 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 a large um, uh, campaign to shame people that don't do it. Now, should they go to jail? No. But if somebody comes up and is... Uh, licking the pop tarts at the at the grocery store and they have covid-19 well and i think that there should be some legal potential legal uh repercussions to that because you are actively putting other people at harm's in harm's way but you would have to then prove that they had this disease or the virus, correct? In order to actually enforce that, wouldn't you? Um, let's see. <clears throat> you could. Somebody could be. Or is legally, it guilty until proven innocent? No, it's not guilty at uh, before proven innocent. But if they say, um, uh, um, I got COVID mm-hmm. and then they lick it and they videotape it and they put it on Facebook, 
whether I, or not they have COVID nineteen is irrelevant. Well, that that to me seems to, right. That that okay. seems akin to someone having some uh, <clears throat> maybe flour or sugar in a bag and saying <laughs> anthrax or you know whatever kind. Yeah, of, exactly, exactly. And throwing yes. it on someone. So yes, exactly. That. Exactly in my estimation, would fall into the category of screaming fire when there's no fire in the crowded theater. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and, and so my thoughts, you bet, but they fall into the same category already. I don't think that's a new category. True. Right. Right. But that yeah. would require some common sense. Yes. On both parties, and I just don't think we have that very much. Well, and and that's that's the issue... I mean, on, on the thing. part on the part of of uh, um, on the part of the law enforcement and the government and on the part of the people, I just don't think there are enough people that are just not stupid. Now, well, but, the, the ones that aren't are actually cautious and they're taking care. But see that if you if you truly believe that, then that would be more of making a case for draconian. Um, response by the government. No, because, because I don't think no, because I no, 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 no. I don't think the government's smart enough either. And so, so I, then, I, so I, I'm always going to fall on the side of the citizens, as dumb as we might be, are the best deciders of what they're what what to do. In most cases, I, I'm going to fall on that side almost every time, because I don't think that politicians uh, can be trusted. As a whole, there are some that are great, I'll give you that. But as a whole, I just don't see politicians as being trustworthy when it comes to managing humans. They're not good oh, at I, it. Oh, I totally agree. So I I, totally I'm going to fall on the side of, of um, human rights and, and, and the freedom and liberties of American citizens. I'm going to fall on that right every time. On that oh, side. I totally agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. But, but if there is uh, another virus that comes out, thirty mm-hmm. percent fatal. The chimera, yeah. Okay. Thirty mm-hmm. percent fatal, an R naught of four. Um, well, oh, okay, you, but before you go farther, with mm-hmm. with this uh, hypothetical, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that would assume that we've learned. Nothing. <laughs> because what we've learned from this debacle has been the changing of the data nearly from oh, no, day one, no, no. right? Well, just let me let okay. me let me continue All on right. with this. Uh thirty percent fatality. Uh one out of three people are going to get it, whether you have a pre existing condition. I mean are going to die if you get it. One out of three. So it's, it, it becomes a primary killer. Yes, it's going to kill you. Or, or you have a 33% chance of dying if you catch it. Okay. Is are, are you okay with everybody deciding on their own whether or not they want to go out and run around, do whatever they want? What's the alternative? Uh, Martial law? Government doing, the government doing what they did this time, closing everything down. Well, I still honestly think that I will have a hard time with that. So if if a third of all people who catch it are going to die, 
and but no, see but we are we are is, guaranteeing no, no, no. no no you're running on data that you are assuming is 100% correct and i just don't think there's any way to know that in this current day and age is there okay um yeah yeah i think you get pretty reasonable pretty quick who okay who's going to be believed though um the world yeah. health organization are they going to be the well, arbiter of truth well th this is what would happen this is what would happen if 30 percent of the people would die <laughs> well if two hundred thousand people in new york city have already caught coronavirus yeah you'd have seventy thousand dead in new york city okay okay in the first week if there were 2000 people with it you know 700 are dead well, okay but so here's here's the but, but here, here's if, my thought if, process if if let's say that we go down the road of government's going to take over we're, we're going to walk in the door and they're going to say by the way there's this thing that you can't see and it's going to kill a third of you and so to try to stop that we're going to make you stay home and if you come out we're going to kill you uh when 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 did they say they were going to kill you? <laughs> no, you it, that's the end of it. Because how do you keep people from going outside? You have to stop um, them. Well, um, how do they stop people that shoplift? Do they kill them or do they arrest them? Uh, well, if, if they tried hard enough, they, they would have to kill them. If they resisted hard enough, you bet. Yeah, so... There, there is the lethal force at the end. Well... Uh, but there's lethal force um, if you um, refuse to pay your taxes. Yeah, or, yeah, or do and I and I disagree with that all day long. <laughs> so then, so then um, there shouldn't be any laws or any consequences to anything that you do. <laughs> no, I well, I I think the things that would require or would get down to. Uh, lethal enforcement need to be very limited. So, and so, I think what okay, that does is okay. it says government only has access to get into if, this portion of life, and that's it. If, if, if I'm shoplifting and I walk out, mm -hmm. and a police officer is there to arrest me, mm -hmm. and I don't want to be arrested, should he just let me go? Well, that's California right now. <laughs> Okay, that's California, but here, if, um, if I, if I okay, into, hold on. So, so if we if have as, go, as a society have decided that that's wrong, should okay, the cop I, be allowed to do whatever it takes to stop me? Is that the question? If, if I go into the bank, rob the bank, and walk out, and a cop tries to arrest me, and I say no, I don't want to go with you, um. Should I be allowed to just go my own merry way? The answer is no, because if you resist, you've committed another crime by resisting. Uh, well, of the, course, because that's where they're going to go. They're going to now get you on that. You you interfered with our investigation or you resisted arrest or whatever. And that's what they're going to kill you for. I get that. Exactly. But it starts from something that's potentially shouldn't have a lethal um, end to it. Right? No. 
uh, if if I rob a bank and I have a gun in my hand and I come out of the bank with a gun in my hand and I told everybody in there that I was going to kill them mm-hmm. if they tried to resist me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they should be killed if they don't immediately um, give up. I don't know if I would disagree with that because they are directly threatening the life. Like, I'm going to shoot you. Okay. So, um, so, so is your so, thought that, so that, then, that this potential virus is a direct threat to someone? Is that, is that where you're going with this? And so because it potentially is a direct threat to 30% of the people, then yeah. it, it, it warrants, um, the, the lose, uh, me to lose my rights. Yes. So everyone loses their rights because this thing could hurt 30% of the people. Or your wife and two of your children could die if they catch it. But they could also die driving down the road. Yeah. Um, But if you you knew that by driving down the road that there was a 33% chance that your family would die, you wouldn't drive down that road. Maybe. Probably. Well, I would think that it would be more than maybe... And a, a lot more than prob- probably. <clears throat> my point is, this but, is my but, point. But, well, but, but we also know, okay, if, if, okay. if we believe in science, that mm-hmm. by eating trans fats and processed food, that is guaranteed, almost. I mean, there is so much research that says that will give you heart disease and uh, some other complications of your, that will kill you. And yet no one cares. Is that because it's a long, it's going to have them way out there, not here? There's no direct impact? It, well, I think that's apples and oranges. There's well, but, but, but it's, it's choosing things that will harm you. I guess it's just well, a matter of uh, when it will harm course. you. Yes, but, but a virus is not choosing something that will harm you. Well, if we're all going to get it's it, what's like the point you- of staying inside? Are we going to get it still? No, if it, conceivably, if you keep everybody away from a virus, it'll eventually not continue. It'll either, people will either get well or die. That'll be it. Okay, rather than so, saying 33%. But- I'm trying to make a point here. What is it? Um, if so, rather than 33%, 75%, you hear the government says, Whoa, something's going on in Indonesia, in this town, or okay, Ebola. They have the Ebola, there's a 50% fatality rate. And all of a sudden, there's a town in Nigeria um, that. You know, uh, uh, one of the large uh, cities in Nigeria, 10 million people, all of a sudden it is spreading across there and there are 400,000 dead in in a matter of a week. And um, in Nigeria, and they they sent in healthcare workers and right off the bat, half of them died. American healthcare workers from the CDC went in there, half of them died. And all of a sudden you hear the government comes out and says, 
there was somebody with his Ebola in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, who had it, and five people have died. And you hear another uh, case of it in L.A. and Dallas and whatnot. And the government comes in and says there's a 50% fatality rate. It has gone airborne. We are locking everything down. Everybody needs to go home, stay home. You can't come out, period. Should you protest that? Probably not in that scenario. Okay. Then, then um, in that scenario... Well, but but to your other point before, back whenever, uh, there must be a trigger point that would set that off. And so at some point, don't we have to establish what that looks like? And we say, okay, everything up to this point, eh, unacceptable for government to shut down the economy. After that, then yes, we, we just like we established, you can't steal, you can't shoot someone, you can't commit murder. There's a bunch of things you can't do. We've established well, that as a society. So do we need to establish... A, uh, a a breaking point when it comes to health now? Because at this point, no. there really wasn't one. Well, no, that's not true. There definitely was. But well, okay, maybe of, it was inappropriate kind of, then. No, no, what, it was based out of not having a, a full understanding of how bad this virus is because China refused to give any information up about it okay so so then are you saying that there should have been a much more draconian approach no nope i'm not saying that at all what i'm saying is um uh it's kind of like the winston churchill the uh the story goes uh that he went up to a beautiful woman and said um you know would you go to bed with me um for a million dollars and she hemmed and hawed and said yes and then he said would you go to bed with me for a hundred dollars then and she said well no who what do you think i am and he said well we've already established what you are now we're just quibbling on the price (laughs) So my point is, if if you're going to if you're going to shut down the economy, willing to shut down everything for any reason at all, then the question isn't whether or not you should be the government should be able to shut down. It should. It's the question is what is the trigger point? Like you were saying. However, what where they went wrong was in my opinion, not the shutting down, but the taking advantage of the situation for their own benefit. They should have, when you shut it down, when you get the information that this isn't as bad as it seems to be, okay, then you step back and go, okay, we we did what we thought was right. So they should have backed people. off sooner. They should have admitted exactly. that, that it probably wasn't the best response. Yeah, exactly. Mm, okay, I, I I might get behind that. And because I I guess it's not oh, okay. Let me just paraphrase what you said. Government should have the ability 
to step in and make kind of a rash judgment if the data at the time appears to be um, dire. But they must be willing to back off of that instantly the moment it gets shown otherwise. Correct. Okay. I I, I think I might agree with that, at at least in principle. The problem is, and you and I both agree on this. Politicians don't like to give up power. (laughs) Exactly. Hmm. Okay. I'm a... I'm not horribly opposed to that because I, at, at some point I do think there is value in having um, somebody or some group that is charged at very seriously with understanding the, the threats that come through the air. Now I don't want it to be political. I think maybe that's part of my issue too, is I don't want it to yes. be partisan. I don't want it to have anything to do with party I don't care who it is. It shouldn't matter. But I I do agree fully, 100%, that the moment it is proven that it is not appropriate or that that the response was too vast, they back off right now. Get off. Right. Right. That's not going to happen. No. No, it's not. Yeah. Okay. That was a fun exercise. (laughs) All right. Well, this is the David Allen show for those of you that just stayed this long and didn't know that. <laughs> uh, well, um, are you uh, traveling back to the quarantine or uh, farther back into quarantine tomorrow? Is that, is that true? Uh, tomorrow or, or, oh, and no, it's probably Friday morning. Mm, okay. Well, we probably won't do this again before you're back to your, uh, your normal bunker. Um, yeah, but I do have one more question. I want to run by you this story. This was published. Uh, it's on, it's from foxnews.com. Uh, seven hours ago headline Pelosi floats a guaranteed minimum income as part of the coronavirus response. Oh man. What? <laughs> House speaker Nancy Pelosi this week floated the possibility of a guaranteed minimum income as part of a potential phase four response to the coronavirus crisis on uh, an idea being pushed by left-wing members of the democratic party, such as rep AOC and Senator Bernie Sanders quote, let's see what works. What is operational? What needs other attention? Um, others have suggested a minimum income, a guaranteed income for people. Is that worthy of attention now? Perhaps so. She said, now I said that way more articulate than she is, but or coherent. Pelosi's, you know, she should be Biden's running mate. They would be perfect together. You can't understand either of them. (laughs) Pelosi's remarks come amid a discussion about the next stage of the stimulus package, which Pelosi has termed cares to, to boost the economy and provide relief to businesses and families. Democrats have already said the package should include at least $500 billion in aid to state and local governments. How many more billions of dollars can they just fabricate? Uh, a lot. Well, I mean, you know, we're the, the debt now is at $25 trillion. So at this point, does it even matter? Should they just... Okay, <clears throat> if we're going to go this far down the road, let's eliminate everyone's personal debt. All of it. 
Yeah. Talk about well, talk about stimulus right there. Yeah. Yeah, cut all uh all credit card debt in half. No, or, no, none. Gone. Credit cards gone. All or, personal like mortgages gone, everything. Across the board. Personal well, that, debt missing. Got done. Well, the the problem with that would be all the banks <laughs> would shut down. Well, no. What would happen is the government would have to come in and bail it out. Or just basically pay that money to the bank. Absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Now, people wouldn't like it because I didn't get my oh, I didn't get my Obama money. I didn't get my Trump money. So they'd be yep. upset because they didn't get the cash to go buy the TV, but what they don't realize is they don't have the debt anymore. That would be the biggest boon to our economy or the whole society. Yeah. And it would be such a huge moral hazard. <laughs> Holy yes. cow. But it's yes, just it like would. everything. Yeah. Everything that they're doing is, is a huge moral hazard. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Ocasio-Cortez has called for $2,000 in monthly payments to all families Get this, regardless of immigration status. Well, of course. Plus $1,000 per child. You know, I'm up for that. <laughs> I bet you I'm are. telling you what, that would be $6,000 a month I would get for my, fam- my family. Wow. Hello. Come on, AOC for president. <laughs> here, here. Hmm. Well, uh, da, da, da. all right. Well, uh, that that is the. I think that's the extent. No, there was something else earlier today we were going to talk about. What was it? Uh, oh, this idea that uh, we have now created. We can touch on this and then we'll come back to it another time. Um, this idea that we have just demonstrated to a an entire generation of children that. A government, at the government's whim, whether appropriate or not, as we decided, there, there could be a time that it's appropriate, um, that some business or, or business ownership is really perilous and, and uh, not, it, it's oh, risky. Yeah. Yep. And so the one job that is guaranteed throughout is government work. Right. I mean, because we can't say healthcare is guaranteed throughout because as we've seen in South Dakota and across the country, it isn't. They are laying off people left and right because there is no work for the healthcare workers. I mean, yes, some of them still have a job, but I mean, to to cut everyone. I had a nurse uh, in the studio yesterday and uh, she said all of them at where she works, they all have taken pay cuts and their hours are cut. There's no one in the clinic, no one in the hospital. And they are required now under the state that 30% of their beds must be held in reserve for COVID-19. That's, I mean, uh, that's a perfect example of not having a trigger, an appropriate <laughs> right. trigger. Yes, you're right. You know. yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that, we'll leave it at that. This is the David Allen Show, and in the words of Bob Tallman, this is legendary. (laughs) (laughs) That guy, he's the best voice of room. Oh, here, let's end on this. I did get it here. Here we go. Let's end on this. Maybe. 
Yeah, I really don't understand why everybody isn't following the same rules right now. They're very clear. So let's take a minute and let's go over them again. First, you must not leave the house for any reason, unless of course you have a reason and then you may leave the house. All stores are closed except those that are open and all stores must close unless of course they need to stay open. This virus is deadly but don't be afraid of it. It can only kill people who are vulnerable and also those who are not vulnerable. We should stay locked down until the virus stops infecting people and it will only stop infecting people if enough of us get infected that we build immunity. So it is very important that we get infected and also do not get infected. You should not go to the doctor's office or the hospital unless you have to go there, unless of course you are too sick to go there. This virus has no effect on children except for those children in which it affects. The virus remains active on different surfaces for two hours or four hours six hours but in most cases it's days and not hours and it needs a damp environment or a cold environment that is warm and dry in the air unless the air is plastic schools are closed so you need to homeschool your children unless you can send them to school because you are not home if you are at home you can school your children using various portals and online classrooms unless you have poor internet more than one child only one computer or you are working from home baking cakes can be considered math science or art if you are home educating you can include household chores within their education curriculum and if you are home educating you may start drinking at approximately 10 a.m every day if you are not home educating children you may also start drinking at approximately 10 a.m masks are useless at protecting you against the virus but you still need to wear one because it can save lives. And in some cases it may even be mandatory, but also maybe not. You must not go to work, but you can get another job at which point you may go to work. Stay home. I don't know how many more celebrities we need to have tell you how important it is to go outside and take care of your mental health. There is no shortage of groceries in the supermarket. There are simply many things missing. You don't need to go buy a bunch of toilet paper but you should buy some in case you need it. If you are sick, you may go out once you are better, but those in your household, they cannot go out once you are better, unless of course they need to go out. Animals are not affected by the virus, except for that cat that tested positive in Belgium in February, plus a couple tigers. The number of Corona related deaths will be announced daily, but we don't know how many people are infected because we were only testing those who are almost dead to determine <laughs> if that's what they will die of. The people who die of Corona who are not counted won't or will be counted, but maybe not. To help protect yourself during these times, you should be eating well and exercising, but exercising only eating what you have at home to avoid going to the stores unless you need toilet paper or a fence panel. It's important to get fresh air, but don't go to parks, but do go walk in other places. Just don't sit down unless you are old or pregnant. But if you do sit down, don't sit for too long unless you are old and you are pregnant, in which case you need to sit down. But if you do sit down, don't eat unless you've had a long walk, which you are allowed to do if you are old or pregnant, except for times in which you aren't. Don't visit old people, but you have a moral obligation to take care of old people and bring them food and medicine. And finally, no businesses will go down due to coronavirus, except those businesses that go down due to COVID-19. I hope this cleared up any questions about what we should and should not be doing during this time. Please educate your friends and family with this information so we can remove any and all confusion surrounding this time. Thank you. Oh, I mean, I heard that and I'm like, this is perfect because this is what they're, this is what they've done the entire time. <laughs> this is what, and yeah. Yeah. 
It's true. Oh, yeah. I also wanted to uh, briefly uh, mention um, this isn't about COVID-19, but it's about China. Mm. And that is, um, I wouldn't doubt if there's going to be uh, a potential war with them. Because the United, because of this? Uh, well, this will be part of it. This might be... Is this uh, the shot across the bow? Uh, uh, potentially. Um, because the, the Marine Corps is dramatically changing... Um, their force structure they're getting rid of all tanks what they're getting yeah there aren't going to be any tanks in the marine corps anymore um they're getting rid of a bunch of the aviation they're getting rid of mps they're getting rid of 155 millimeter howitzers um and it's are they starting to work for mcafee Well, what they're doing is, it looks like what they're doing is they're preparing to change the way they fight to uh, uh, strictly against China in the South China Sea. Hmm. Island hopping campaigns. You don't need you don't need uh, tanks. In uh, uh, if you're going to be um, doing amphibious landings on um, uh, some of the uh, small islands that China is uh, putting different uh, naval bases on, it's really weird. Um, it's like they're they're totally going all in on a war against China, 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 China. Huh? That's interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting. Uh, I just saw this as I uh, was ignoring you scrolling through Facebook. Um, of course. <laughs> Democracy now has a headline an hour ago. Who the WHO world health organization to slash humanitarian aid to Yemen after Trump cuts agencies funding. Is that not a propaganda headline or what? Oh yeah. So now, oh, yeah. so now the left is going to jump all over Trump for harming the Yemenis. Yeah. And and of course the picture is a very young child looking ill with an IV <laughs> in his hand. Uh-huh. The World Health Organization says it's preparing to slash humanitarian aid to Yemen's healthcare system by as much as 80% after the Trump administration cut off funding to the UN global health body. Some 24 million people in Yemen, about 80% of the population, are reliant on humanitarian aid. Millions of Yemenis are on the brink of starvation. Yemen which has been devastated by a U.S.-backed Saudi-led military campaign since 2015, already has an ongoing cholera epidemic. It confirmed its first coronavirus case on April 10th. So, now, they th- this is interesting how this is worded, because they're claiming that the World Health Organization is preparing to slash humanitarian aid by as much as 
And then farther down the paragraph, um, <clears throat> some 24 million people in Yemen, about 80%, same number, are reliant on humanitarian aid. From who? From the World Health Organization or from other organizations? From other organizations. There you have it. So this is yeah. more than likely just a load of horse crap. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because when you correlate the two 80s, oh, oh, the WHO is getting rid of 80%. And look, 80% of the population needs humanitarian aid. So that must all come from the World Health Organization. And these are the people that we are supposed to believe. I sure as heck fire don't. <laughs> Excellent. This is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com on the interweb. If you're interested on the face bag, David Allen Show. Um, not that we do anything there, but we have a Facebook page. Uh, send this to your friends. We're on the Apple Store, the Google Play Store. YMillBank.com is the website that uh, this podcast studio is hosted from. Uh, David is in the communist state of Minnesota. And I'm in the free, land-loving, uh, freedom and liberty state of South Dakota. Is, is that right? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, any last words that you have before we uh, do kill this thing? Uh, duplicitous. Mmm. Excellent. That's a word. Yes. Yeah. DavidAllenShow.com. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you uh, in May. DavidAllenShow.com. This made up my mind by since October.